It's John Park's workshop, and I'm here, and you're here, and that's awesome. Thank you for stopping by today. Uh, we are getting ready to do this. We have an exciting and fun and action-packed, uh, gadget-filled show in store for you. So uh, why don't we just uh, kick it off, huh? Well, the first thing I want to mention is our jobs board. We've got a jobs board at Adafruit, and that is the jobs.adafruit.com board. Uh, and if you head there, here's the sort of thing you're going to see. We've got uh, positions here that people are listing, and it is free, uh, always free for you to post a position or post a resume. Uh, and look, here's some new stuff uh, since last time. There's a position open for an embedded systems engineer at Waldermeyer in London. Uh, and there is also a Adafruit Feather 32U4 get data from hardware serial, then send it through BLEUART and check for input in BLEUART. That is a very specific uh, freelance job posting that a, uh, I checked the posting and it's a, a solar car uh, project that's looking for some software help. So those are just a couple of the things that you uh, will find over in the uh, jobs.adafruit.com board. So I encourage you to check it out. I'm just going to try to raise my level here. So in case you were uh, raising your volume to fix my low level, uh, watch out because I'm going to bring this up nice and gently so I don't blow your speakers and ears off. Uh, let me know how that sounds. Uh, thank you so much for everyone in the chat for checking on my, on my levels. Um, all right, let's see. What do we have next? Um, I'd love to uh, mention a coupon code that you can use to save 10% off in the store, uh, and that is now playing. And that's our uh, project name for the week. So our coupon code is now playing, now dash playing. And that'll get you 10% off on the stuff that you can get in the store. Uh, you can't use that on software or gift certificates or subscriptions, but on real actual stuff, physical things made with atoms, this will get you 10% off. So uh, use that in your uh, cart on, on uh, checkout. Enter that in and you'll see your 10% off applied automatically. Uh, and since I have mentioned the coupon code and the store and the stuff, I'm going to mention a uh, product of the week. And my product of the week is this little lovely guy. This is the noise bit. It is a uh, peripheral for the micro bit. And I'll actually show you a demo of it. So, whoops. Uh, what the noise bit does is it adds an amplifier and a speaker to the micro bit. So I don't know if uh, you're familiar with the lovely little BBC micro bit, but it's a wonderful little microcontroller. Uh, and you can code it in uh, MicroPython or in MakeCode. Uh, I've got this one coded up in MakeCode. And what you'll see is when I plug in a little battery, it's going to give us a uh, little sort of sine wavy looking thing that I made, a little animation I made in there right in MakeCode. Uh, but it's making no noise. Now, when I plug it into this lovely little noise bit by Pimeroni, uh, you'll just use this little edge connector here and plug it in. You should probably have it turned off when you do this, but I'm going to live on the edge and just plug it right in if I can get it lined up. I've got it upside down. <laughs> Let's try that again. Hey, there it is. Ooh, is this not paying attention to my accelerometer? Let me restart it. 
got a pitch based on accelerometer code I wrote. There we go. All right, so all of that is possible because of this lovely little gizmoid right here. And uh, you can go and pick one up in the store and you get 10% off if you uh, use that coupon code we mentioned before that is the now playing. Uh, and that's the noise bit for Microbit. And there's a bunch of little add-ons for Microbit in the Adafruit store, some from Pimeroni, some from uh, other uh, makers, vendors. Uh, so check this one out though. I think it's really uh, an elegant solution to using sound output on the micro bit, which does not have uh, amp or speaker built in. And so typically you use alligator clips uh, to hook it into a little uh, speaker. But uh, this gives you a, a nice beefy amp and, uh, and it looks cool to boot. So that's my product pick of the week, uh, the noise bit for micro bit. So uh, let's see, what have we got next? Let me unplug this guy, save some battery, huh? And set this over here by my chargers, in fact. Uh, what have I got next? Well, how about the Make Code Minute? All right, so let's get this set up here. Uh, what I've got for the Make Code Minute today uh, is a way to use the Circuit Playground Express as a keyboard input device. I know that's been a theme lately. Uh, keyboard HID input device over USB, so plugged in, uh, but I'm doing it on an Android tablet in this case. So mobile devices, I'll try to, I'll try to show you what I've got set up here, although I have a bazillion cables plugged in, uh, and then I'm going to switch to a display. So there's a little Android tablet there. Uh, and over USB, I've just plugged in this lovely little uh, Circuit Playground Express. So let's look at the code first, and then we'll look at it in action. Uh, if you take a look here, I'm bare minimum. This is really simple. All I've done is I've gone into Advanced Extensions and added the keyboard extension. So this keyboard extension gives us the option to add in uh, media key, function keys, or keyboard presses. Uh, or just uh, sending a single character. So what I've done is I've said using the input on button A click, the keyboard will type out the phrase Circuit Playground Express, and on a button B click, it'll type in the phrase Make Code. So to see it in action, I've got the uh, Android tablet plugged in here, and now I'm going to press a button on my Circuit Playground Express, and you can see here, it just types in Circuit Playground Express. And now I'll, type, I'll press the other button, and it types out Make Code. So this is really uh, great because the, uh, previously there were some issues with plugging in the device into an Android tablet or into an iOS device where uh, you'd get one of those warnings where it said, oh, we, we can't use this accessory. Uh, some things have been fixed in the background in beta. Uh, so if you want to do this, you can go into beta, and when you compile your, your code and download it onto the Circuit Playground Express, it'll now work on your mobile devices again, which is excellent. A lot of cool projects you can do with that. And so that is how you can use your Circuit Playground Express as an HID keyboard input device over USB inside of Make Code. And that is your Make Code Minute.
All right. Well, I'm very excited too to to have an Android tablet uh, up and running and plug inable uh, over my um, here. Let's let's bring up let's bring up one. In fact, so uh, let's see. Can I make that bigger for you? I will. This is risky behavior right on right on the live stream, but I'm going to do it. Uh, let's put me over on the side here, and I'll send you. How about sure like that. Uh, so one of the other things you can do here, I'm just going to uh, go to settings, and if I can find it again, under uh, inputs, we can see our um, keyboards. So let's see, is this it? Language and input. Uh, physical keyboard. You'll actually see it shows up here as CPlay. Express app, CPlay Express app. It shows up the same name twice. Um, so it knows that that physical keyboard is plugged in. What I've also done is I've turned on the show uh, keyboard assistance show on-screen keyboard. Uh, and this is convenient when you're doing HID stuff because uh, as you can see here, once I have, uh, at, oh, sorry, it's tweaking out there a little. Let me see if I can plug that in a little better. Uh, once I've started using the Circle Playground Express, so I just pressed the button again to make that happen, uh, I can touch that and get the on-screen keyboard. Since the Circuit Playground Express only has so many buttons on it and I didn't designate one to be a delete, you can't use it otherwise. So uh, very cool. I'll try to work out some of these little glitchy problems that are going, going back and forth there with the signal. Um, or I'll try some other converter boxes. It's a, it's a conversion from USB-C to HDMI going on there. Uh, all right, so let's see. That takes care, I think, pretty handily of that. Um, in fact, I will go ahead and plug that HDMI back into my little down shooter so we can use that uh, with our next project. So um, moving on, though, the next thing I'd like to talk about is my Make Code Arcade game pick of the week. And my Make Code Arcade game pick of the week this week is Concentration. And Concentration is by Alex K., uh, who posted this in the Make Code forum, so forum.makecode.com. And Alex is a uh, super advanced uh, Make Code Arcade, excuse me, a super advanced Make Code Arcade user. He's, he's published some of the most incredible games, and this one's no exception. Uh, this is the Concentration game, and I thought this was really nice because it's a different style of gameplay. It's not as much of an arcade game as some of the other ones that we've seen. Uh, so I can load up the... Uh, simulator here, and uh, I think I mentioned this, uh, maybe I mentioned this last week, but uh, it was something we published in the Make Code newsletter, uh, is that there's now a way to publish your games on GitHub I.O., and so this is a game that's been published on GitHub I.O., you get this nice full browser uh, view experience here of the simulator, uh, and you can see it's a game of concentration that says, can you clear 24 cards in 75 seconds? So you use the arrow keys to move around, and you use the A key to select a card and flip it over. So let's give it a try. Uh, and so you can see here, I will pick objects and try to match them. No matches so far. Uh, pizza. Did I have a pizza already? I don't think I did. Uh, a duck. A princess. That was this one. No, it wasn't. It was. Nope. There's a taco. Oh gosh, I'm going to do terrible. The, the pressure. Pizza, pizza. Oh, there was a duck. I think the duck is the second one. Uh, believe it or not, I've actually defeated the game before. Where was that princess? 
Oh boy. Ah, look, there's a match. Uh, so you can see it's a pretty uh, typical um, concentration type of memory game, flipping cards over. You get 75 seconds and you try to get as many as you can in that time. Uh, I'll stop the game here. And uh, what I'll say is that if you go to that forum post, you'll learn some really interesting things uh, that Alex has set up. For example, uh, importing the code into make code from a URL is how he's having you open this. Uh, and he's also got a really nice blocks preview of the game. Um, let me zoom around here a bit. So this is actually a screenshot he saved, a PNG of the game. Uh, and then you can also open up the game and, and take a look at the um, uh, code that was used or the blocks that were used to create it. And one thing he suggests, which is really nice, is you'll see uh, right here we have this um, array of images. And those are the images that are used in uh, making the tiles. So you can build your own graphics for this or pick different ones from the gallery, which is a fun way to customize the game. So uh, that is my arcade game pick of the week. It is Concentration by Alex K. Beautifully done. Uh, I recommend you all go check it out. That's the Make Code Arcade Game Pick of the Week. I swear to you, I know I see Todd laughing at me in the, in the chat. Uh, whoops, that's not the chat. There's the chat. I see you laughing at me for <laughs> not being any good at that. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, by the way, speaking of chat, if you're interested in chatting and you're over in uh, the Twitch or Facebook, uh, please go have a, a look at our Adafruit Discord server. Uh, that is where a lot of people are chatting. If, uh, if you don't see any chat going on in Twitch or Facebook or Periscope or some other places, uh, most of our people are in Discord and then some people over in YouTube. So uh, Discord's a great community for discussing Adafruit-like stuff with Adafruit-like people, so we recommend uh, you check it out. Uh, and I will say, um, I am keeping an eyeball, uh, this one, on the YouTube chat over here. And I'll say hi, everyone. Thank you. Hey, uh, RA4FOC from Russia. Welcome. Uh, hey, Carol. And uh, hey, Quentin Leitner. Uh, thank you. Nice workshop, he says. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. Oh, that's interesting. So uh, RA4FOC asks or, or, or says, please create an ECG sensor. Um, I will be doing some more sensor stuff. I think I've got heart rate sensor uh, and some other uh, uh, BLE service-based sensors on the docket. So those will be coming in the next couple weeks. Uh, hi, Connor McCarter. Welcome. Uh, all right. Let's see. What else, uh, what else have we got here? Why don't we jump into uh, the project of the week? I think that's what I've got up next, right? Did I make any notes to myself? <laughs> yeah, all that. That looks good. All right. Uh, yeah, actually, before we go uh, on to this week's project, I will uh, do a little update from last week's project, which I can't remember. Did I show this? Uh, this is the um, PCB version, the Proto Gizmo version of this volume controller knob project. Um, I won't fire it up right now because I'll screw up Bluetooth on my phone, maybe, <laughs> because I've got something else hooked up to it. But um, I went from this one, uh, which was on the breadboard, and then when I was happy with that, I decided to perma-proto it, and uh, I recommend these perma-proto gizmos for Circuit Playground Express or Circuit Playground Bluefruit, because uh, it gives you a nice little uh, bit of space to prototype a circuit or, or kind of more permanently solder a circuit on there, as well as some power and ground rails, and 
uh, connections out to each of the, uh, in fact, let me go to the overhead just to make sure that's working, or the down shooter. Yeah, there it is. Uh, gives you an opportunity to uh, connect up to the same pads that we have uh, these usually alligator clip connections to. Those are actually broken out here too. So I did all my wiring underneath. I won't take it apart now, but uh, anyway, pardon me if I showed that last week. I honestly can't remember. Uh, all right, so let's see. For this week's project, uh, what I've got uh, in store is a Apple Media Service, uh, a BLE device that uses Apple's Apple Media Service. So first of all, what is Apple Media Service? Um, let me fire up my phone here and uh, show it my face. There we go, so it logs in. And I've got notifications turned off, but they're still popping up. I don't know why, we'll see if that continues. Uh, so there's my phone. Uh, I have Spotify open on here right now, and the uh, media apps on the phone, such as Music, which is Apple's built-in sort of replacement for what was it called iTunes, uh, Podcast, Spotify, those are the three I've tested, but I'm guessing a lot of things that are essentially a music player or a podcast player, uh, use this Apple media service to... Um, allow a Bluetooth peripheral device to connect and then share data back and forth. So typically, a uh, typical example for this is the Apple Watch, which I don't have, but imagine. Uh, Apple Watch will show what song is playing and the album name uh, and give you some controls for going to the next track or changing volume. Uh, so those are a sort of uh, set of characteristics inside of the Apple Media service that allow for things like asking to read the uh, track information. So you're asking the phone in this case to, to send its track information to the peripheral device. Um, the uh, ability to send commands for things like track advance. Um, and then the other characteristic is really just about uh, the name of the, the device and the, um, the player that you're using. Um, so we've got a library built that allows us to control these things inside of CircuitPython. So uh, let me switch to a down shooter view here. Um, get that out of the way a little bit. And so what I'm going to do is I'll plug in the battery on this gizmo here, uh, Circuit Playground Bluefruit and Gizmo. You can see it gives me a little Bluetooth Connect uh, icon, and now it's negotiating the connection. Uh, and we may add some lights or something during that part so you don't worry that, that something is uh, broken. Uh, and now you can see, uh, if I can, let me try to focus on that real quick. I gotta turn off autofocus auto on this. Okay, so that's pretty well focused. So you can see here it's saying that it's playing the song University. Uh, and if I plug in here, I can press uh, this button to pause or unpause. Okay, and uh, I know that might be loud. Uh, apologies, I don't have an easy way to, to control that, so let me know if that's outrageous. I'm going to not talk at the same time as that because I don't think you'll hear me over it. Uh, but what I'll do now is I'm going to press uh, the other button on the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, and that will send a next track uh, command. And so watch the phone here. It's going to switch to the next track. 
It will start playing automatically, so I'll let it. Uh, and it will update the track name on here. So you can see, it's very responsive. And what I'm gonna do now is actually flip the toggle switch and that'll send, uh, that'll allow this button to actually, instead of being next track, it'll be previous track, so I can back up through the list. So I flipped that. Now you'll see if I go to a different uh, view on the album here, uh, we can see if I pick a song, it updates the name here. And if I pick another, we get the same. Uh, if I pause either here or on this device, we have a little paused on Spotify that shows up. So depending on the media player, you'll see the name there. Uh, and now I'll, uh, Flip my switch again to forward mode. I think that's forward mode. And so you can see that's flipping forward through the playlist. Uh, now what I'll do is I'll actually uh, change apps. So let's go to the, uh, whoops, that's not it. Let's go to music. And let's see. So you can see that updated here, and I'll go to the next track. Oh, I need to play first. So those aren't downloaded. There we go. So I'll pause that so we don't get a copyright strike, because that's not our, our music. But you can see I can fast forward, or next track, next track, next track. And the same will work with podcasts. So I can play this. Come out, get home by 11 or whatever. And, um, and so you can see here actually on the podcast, uh, the album name actually comes across as just the date. And that's just how that's been entered uh, by that podcast. So um, that is our exciting uh, new development in the world of Bluetooth. So let's take a look actually at... Uh, how some of that stuff works. Um, <laughs> Todd Bot said he noticed I have aha in my iTunes library. It is true, and it is take on me. Uh, so let's see if I um, bring up, how about I'll show you inside of Moo uh, or in Adam, and I'll put me here. How about that instead? Uh, so let's go over to Adam. Uh, and this, I think this is a, a pretty recent version. This is up to the minute. So this is some code that uh, Melissa, maker Melissa, has been helping me with all this display code. And uh, uh, Scott Shawcroft did the initial uh, figuring out of all this and library along with Dan and probably other members of the uh, CircuitPython community. So thank you so much for making this really straightforward to work with. Um, I'm going to zoom up my text a little bit for you there. Um, and let me turn on some... Uh, soft wrap here. Okay. Uh, so what you'll see here is we are going to import a bunch of libraries in. Some of this is just for display, uh, displaying to the screen and the terminal I.O., uh, the gizmo, and so on. And then we're bringing in Adafruit BLE. Uh, and from that, we're grabbing advertising so that the um, 
TFT gizmo can show up as a uh, peripheral device that the central or the phone can, can find and connect to. Uh, and in fact, let me, before I forget, let me show you what this looks like in the phone menu. If I go to uh, Bluetooth, you'll see a device should be in there called the Now Playing Gizmo. So it's that one right there. Uh, so that uh, is paired and bonded, which is something uh, I, I spoke about last week. And what that means is we have one connection that's made where the iPhone will pop up the uh, dialog box that says, do you want to pair? You say yes. Then they exchange some uh, encrypted info that they maintain. And so when we lose the connection and uh, reinitiate the connection, turn one of the devices on and off, for example, you don't have to go through pairing again. It's, it uh, connects automatically because it's bonded. Um, so then we have a new library. And so we've been making these as um, uh, kind of one library per service. And so if you remember when we started talking about BLE, BLE has services. Some of them are predefined. Uh, Apple Media Service is a predefined one. Heart Rate Monitor Service is a, is a predefined one. Uh, if you see my pink or actually blue bulb back there, it looks kind of pink on screen. Uh, that bulb is not a predefined service. So we um, the, the manufacturer just created a set of characteristics that uh, we then used in, in that project, but these are actually published ones. So we're able to look at Apple's uh, reference documents for developers and see what characteristics and attributes are going to uh, be used to communicate with the uh, device. So uh, we're also importing at the Adafruit Circuit Playground, which is uh, makes a lot of things easy, like using buttons and switches. And I might add some NeoPixel support to this as well. Uh, and then we're setting up some variables for some colors of things on screen. Uh, then we set up the, uh, instantiate the Bluetooth radio here with this radio equals Adafruit BLE, BLE radio. Uh, and then we're also adding, that's where this nice name comes from. So I called it the now playing gizmo and that's how that'll show up instead of just getting a device that calls itself like circuit Python and some numbers or circuit playground and some numbers. Um, we then uh, have some uh, uh, functions that Melissa created for our display uh, graphics for setting up a bitmap and setting up the text uh, in little uh, inside of uh, the hierarchies of the text and the tile grid. We're loading up a couple of fonts. Uh, and this is some of the stuff we're fine tuning right now. So we can't fit the name of a really long title on there. So we actually get to use um, this max length variable that you'll see here uh, is something that we can define per label line. Uh, and just through testing, we came up with numbers that you want to get this far, then you'll just type in a dot, dot, dot. And so when we reach that max length uh, minus three, we then type in the dot, dot, dot for long titles. Um, let's see. Then uh, here is the radio connection being made to the device, looking, looking for something to connect to, and then it does uh, when we hit pair for that first time or bonding uh, takes care of it subsequent times. Uh, all of these are the um, different uh, characteristic attributes that we're getting back from the phone when we ask for them defined in how we're labeling them. Uh, and so if you look in, uh, this is sort of the key stuff, the new key stuff right here. So AMS equals connection to Apple Media Service. So here we're instantiating the Apple Media Service connection. Uh, and then 
we're setting what labels, those are the lines of text that show up, what those labels are. And so here you can see I've got Carpenter, um, Bartle Beats, and Frequency showing up. And those are the title, album, and artist. And the way I'm getting those in code here is by this uh, request, which is uh, asking the phone, uh, media app running on the phone, for the Apple Media Service title, and it returns the track title, and album returns the album name, and artist returns the artist name. Uh, and then we also get this one, the player name. So you may have noticed uh, if I, let's go to the overhead for a second here. Uh, where'd you go, overhead? You'll notice that at the bottom there it says this is playing in Spotify. Um, but if I just change which app I'm, I'm running on the iOS device, uh, I won't switch over to that for you, but let me bring up music. And let's play something. Now it says that it's playing this in music. So that's the name of the player name. And it does the same for podcasts when we switch to that. Um, so that's a pretty cool feature. It's one of the things that Apple exposed in um, the service there uh, is the player name attribute. Uh, and then we're using the buttons to, remember I said it, we can, I showed you we can toggle forward or, or uh, back and we can pause and play. Those are also defined in the Apple media service. So these are, here's this ams.toggle play pause. So that's an official, uh, something we have in our library that's sending a, a, a real defined uh, command to the uh, paired device or the bonded connected device. Uh, and same with AMS previous track and next track. Um, in fact, let me, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I'm already working on the guide for this and I have a link to Apple's media service reference that I'll show you. So let me bring this up in my other browser here for you. Let's see. All right. So here, I'll have to zoom this up a bit. Oh, wow, it doesn't zoom well. All right, sorry. Hey, Apple, what'd you do? Let me rebuild it. Oh, they're being funky, aren't they? What have I done? Let me reload. All right, I won't try to zoom in on that. <laughs> uh, you know what, I might need a wider window for it to show its navigation. I think it thinks it's showing it on a mobile or something. Nope. Uh, all right, this isn't the one I want. So <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, this is acting very flaky. All right, well, uh, I'll have links to this in the, in the guide. That's not showing up well. Uh, but we essentially have all of those um, services that they've published built into our library. So I showed you the, um, the few that we have here in this project, but I'm gonna give you a, a nice list for everything. So it's uh, not everything that can be um, used in every app, but if you're using, for example, uh, the Spotify app, then I think the like or dislike um, characteristic attribute, sending that uh, as a command actually, a media command uh, will work. Uh, it will probably work in the Apple one for sure, uh, in music. Uh, and so there are things like fast forwarding, rewinding, next track, previous track, shuffle, 
you can also ask for those uh, modes. So not only can you send commands to say, do this, but you can also just check on what mode is it in right now. And in fact, that's how I'm doing this play pause thing. If you, if you noticed, we had uh, play and pause showing up at the bottom on the device. Uh, so right now it says playing on iMusic. And if I, whoa, what did I do? Whoa! I touched something I shouldn't have. All right, it's a live demo for sure. Let me restart this. <laughs> we'll let this reconnect and let me go back to Spotify. Um, you'll see that I'm sending a toggle command. I'm not using one button for play and one button for pause. They also, they have those, but they also have this play pause. Um, so let's start something here. Uh, and I'm not, you won't, I don't think you'll hear the sound now because I don't have that selected. Um, if I pause that, you'll see it says paused on Spotify. So I'm sending a toggle which my device here might not know the state of. That would be kind of difficult if I hit play on the device or pause on the device. Uh, I might not be in sync with that as far as just using one button toggle. But the nice thing is that the Apple Media Service actually sends that uh, attribute as well. So it's something that we're requesting uh, every time we, we loop through the main loop of the, of the code here. Uh, I can show that again. Um, we actually, if... AMS playing or else if AMS paused. So those are, again, things that we can ask the, uh, the media player to, to report back to us so that we stay uh, accurate in that little label that we're using. Uh, and so that's about it. That's how our, that's how our project of the week works. Uh, play this. that again. Uh, so that is the, uh, the latest in our Bluetooth services, uh, Bluetooth LE services that we've been tackling. Uh, also, another thing this has is volume up down. So uh, while I was doing it with some HID stuff last time, uh, we can now also do it right inside of the media uh, app. I don't think that necessarily changes how things work. I think most devices use volume for the device as well as the, um, uh, the app. Got a question over on uh, Facebook, which is from Lee Fedewa. Sorry, joined late. What language is it in? Python? Yeah, it's, uh, this is CircuitPython, actually. So it's our fork of MicroPython. Uh, and so it is uh, designed to very specifically work on microcontrollers, uh, particularly ones using uh, peripheral devices and uh, sensors and uh, boards that you can plug in. So we have a bazillion libraries. Uh, that make it easy to work with uh, a lot of microcontrollers and add-ons uh, using CircuitPython. Uh, let's see. I think that's it. Let's, uh, let's check in with our, uh, our good friends over in Discord. What's happening, Discord? Um, I, I promised, I think last week or maybe the week before, that I'd try to carve out a little time to, to answer any questions. So if you've got any questions, go ahead and ask them uh, of me and I'll I'll uh, scroll back here and see. Uh, oh, Todd uh, brings up a point. He says, I bet it works on the YouTube app too. That's a good question. I will get sucked into a black hole if I try opening YouTube right now on my phone, I bet, just because I'm broadcasting on YouTube and those things happen. But uh, that is probably uh, a good good guess there that uh, you'd be able to, excuse me, get back some of that media service uh, track information and, and 
pause and play and so on. Uh, let's see. What else? Some discussions of Vangelis and jazz. Excellent. Uh, FX Music says this would be very cool on the Pi Portal. You're absolutely right. Um, so for Pi Portal, uh, I guess we would want to use a NRF52840 uh, backpack plugged into that. Um, so there are, uh, I think there are some ways that you could do that on the Pi Portal. Um, but if, unless I'm losing my mind, I don't think we have Bluetooth built on. It's just Wi-Fi. So there might be some added hardware to, to do that. But someone remind me because I put Pi Portal right out of my mind uh, recently when I filled up my brain and started moving on to some Bluetooth stuff. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, da, da, da. Wow, that is way too loud. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there was no uh, way that I could figure out uh, to, to deal with the volume control individually on that one track. So sorry about that. Um, all right, good. I think we're caught up. Uh, yeah, let me know if uh, anyone has any other questions before we go. Uh, I will mention that this is our coupon code of the day, now playing. Uh, to go along with our Now Playing app uh, title. And that uh, project is going to be coming out soon. So if you use Now Playing as your coupon code on the way out of the Adafruit store, you will save 10%. So why not do it? I recommend you do. Uh, let's see. Uh, Quentin Leitner says they keep moving the comment button. Which comment button where? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Byron Blank is, is correct. I was, I was talking to the Discords, uh, but let's see. Any questions in YouTube? Uh, no questions that I see. All right. Well, I think that does it. We uh, are a little over time, so I will wrap it up uh, right there. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by for Adafruit Industries. I'm John Park, and this has been John Park's Workshop, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.